What's up, OBR fans? Welcome into a new week. I'm your host, Jake Burns, and we are going to be talking about your Cleveland Browns and a very specific draft prospect today as we continue our draft introduction series, really as reporters come available. It has not kind of come together the way I've always loved it to come together, where we do it half the draft first and then half the draft later. It's really just whenever I can get these folks. So we have a little bit of that coming up here in a moment. Uh, Otherwise, some minor news over the weekend that I did want to discuss. The Browns inked out coming out of tryout rookie mini camps uh, whole ordeal. It was quarterback Felix Harper, who was the guy who they signed from tryouts. Now, this could fluctuate, but they let go of Trey Harbison, a running back on the roster, ended up inking Felix Harper, who's going to be fighting for a practice squad opportunity. He's out of Alcorn State. They uh, obviously signed him. He runs 5'10", 180. He completed, I think, let me see here if I have the data written down, 191 passes last year, 2,489 yards, 20 touchdowns. Not a very big guy, but he does fall in line with the mobile quarterback approach the Browns have and can maybe potentially as a practice squad guy serve as a player who can, you know, imitate some of the guys that the Browns will see on their schedule this year. So they think that puts them up to 88 with the release of Harbison with that non-football injury designation and then signing Harper. So 88, that leaves room for two people. If you read the OBR's latest news update from Brad Stainbrook, they rel- the Browns are now not just Bill Barnwell linked to Indomitian Sue, they're actually linked from Brad and what he's hearing. There are some other teams involved, but the Browns are serious players for Indomitian Sue potentially, and then we all know Jadevian Clowney is the other roster spot that's being held. So we'll see what shakes out with that when that deal can come to fruition. It just seems like a matter of time. More, again, though, more of the free agent veteran types are disappearing from the board. Melvin Ingram had uh, just signed Sunday, yesterday, if you're listening to this on Monday, with the Dolphins. So that's another name that we have talked about, much like Jerry Hughes was another name that the Browns could have potentially inked to some sort of deal that could have uh, made up for Clowney, but we still know Clowney's on the market. We still think Cleveland's highly linked to him. I think it's just a matter of time before the sides figure out what is needed to make this happen. Could just be a timing thing. Could be some things Clowney wants to miss just because of age and all of that. So totally understand it that way too. But back to uh, the other little pieces of information about Harper. It does put the Browns up to five quarterbacks, all of them except for Baker Mayfield, who we all expect not to be a part of this 90-man roster before, before camp. Something's going to shake out. But that's Deshaun Watson, Jacoby Brissett, Josh Dobbs, and Harper now. I think if you look at that situation, Jacoby Brissett's a little bit of the odd man out in terms of mobility. He's not very mobile. He's an athletic guy, but he's not hes not a great runner. But you can see the mold the Browns are trying to fit here. So, um, yeah, they, I think you can tell that they're looking for better athletes overall at the position, and that's what they're going for and settling on right now. I think, like, for Harper's future, he's got to beat out Josh Dobbs, who also would be a practice squad candidate too. So that's the immediate for him. But I do see the means by which the Browns say – this is a four-quarterback training camp, so on and so forth, that it, it makes some sense. So uh, we'll see what happens with the next roster moves, but I think at the 88 is the right number. We'll see if they have a couple moves in the next month or so here when money opens up to go get some of the guys that we were just talking about. Otherwise, not much else going on for the Browns over the weekend. 
We had a Perion Winfrey film room go up just yesterday, so check that out if you missed it. We'll continue to have more draft prospect film room study come up. If you've been asking about the Deshaun Watson film room, I have a four-part series coming on that. That'll be uh, coming up in June, and then we'll do a four-part how the offense of Kevin Stefanski is going to change right after that in July. So that stuff is still coming, I promise you. I've had a lot of questions on that. We'll get to everything about Deshaun Watson. I've got to consume every snap and then break it up into tiers. There's a lot of process there, so we'll get to that. Let's get to our Jerome Ford conversation, though. We have not gotten to him and a couple other prospects as well. If you missed Parker Thune on the Oklahoma prospects, I posted that Saturday. Go back and listen to that. That was a really good one on all three Oklahoma prospects, but I really think you're going to enjoy this one on Jerome Ford, a quick hitter, about 10 minutes or so, so enjoy it, guys. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, bringing in Keith Jenkins. Keith is fantastic. If you remember last year, we talked about James Hudson with Keith and uh, loved it, man. It was great insights. He's the sports reporter for the Inquirer down in Cincinnati, USA Today, many other places. Does a great job, man. Keith, thanks for joining us. My pleasure, Jake. Thanks for having me. Of course. Let's talk about real quick, man. We got to talk about what a magical run your Bearcats that you're covering had down there. It's really great. Was it was it as good from inside the bubble as it was from those of us outside watching? And do you think they have enough to make some consistent runs at this thing? Yeah, man, it's it's, it's been fun to watch what Luke Fickle uh, has built and is continuing to build here. Um, they're retooling and replenishing and. They got some question marks this season, obviously, with Desmond Ritter gone and now with the Falcons, who's going to be their quarterback and Jerome Ford, you know, they got to replace him and a lot of NFL talent. I mean, they just had nine guys drafted, you know, that was a, that was a record for that program. So they got a lot of holes to fill, to fill. but um, they got a lot of good players back and um, they've, they've added some guys to the transfer portal that will be high impact and, and, and high caliber guys. Um, one of them is 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 um, Corey Kiner, who is the 2020 Ohio Mr. Football, a running back who was at LSU. Um, he will be expected to replace Jerome Ford, or at least contend 
uh, for that number one running back spot. So, you know, Luke Fickle's got a plan, and his plan is to not, you know, just give up and, and, and let this thing fall off. He wants to keep this thing going, and they got guys and players and a, and a, and a culture and a system that is working. So um, they've won, what, double-digit games now with four straight years. They went 9-1, and one, of course, that one year, the COVID year. Um, but last year was a special season, and Luke hopes to have another special season this upcoming year. Yeah, I think most of Ohio's pulling for him, man. I, I know I am. I enjoy watching him. I enjoy following from up here in Columbus. And it's exciting when the Browns keep drafting these guys because, like you said, the NFL talent is, is clearly there. And with, uh, with the selection of Jerome, it obviously hints towards some movement in the Browns' running back room this year and in the future. Tell me what let, – let's start with this. What, what, what do the Browns fans need to know about Jerome the person? What is, what is he like? What is his type of leadership like? Like, I know he transferred in from Bama – but, you know, cover what you know about him as the person. It's funny. Jerome hated to be called um, the Alabama transfer. And the reason why we all called him the Alabama transfer is, one, he was the Alabama transfer, right? But Cincinnati doesn't get Alabama transfers. There's a reason why Jerome Ford started his college career at Alabama. He is a phenomenal, phenomenal running back. And Cleveland Browns fans need to know he's a phenomenal person as well. He's not a rah-rah guy. He's not so much of a vocal leader. He's a guy that's going to lead by example. He's going to be first in line in every drill. He's going to be, you know, putting up crazy numbers in the weight room. And he's going to be productive on the field in practice and on game day. He was only at Cincinnati for two years, and he submitted himself as one of the top running backs in the history of that program. You know, he was the AAC player, the, the game, the, the, the most outstanding player of that championship game, first team all-conference. Um, and he's got, like, I don't know, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but something like six, six rushes of, of more than 70 yards. So he's a guy that he's a powerful, big running back who will run you over, um, but he can run past you, too. He's got that 4-4 speed, so he's got that, you know, rare combination of size and strength but also twitchy, fast, quickness, and, and, and just flat-out straight-line speed. And that's why, you know, I think the Browns saw something special in him. And he was on a, a lot of draft boards. I mean, he's a guy that is just a special, special talent. Um, he just came to Cincinnati because he won an opportunity. I mean, everybody knows how crowded that backfield was at Alabama. Um, and he just won an opportunity to show what he can do. He got that at Cincinnati, and I think he's going to do the same at Cleveland. Yeah, so if you think about what type of guy you think he compares most to in the NFL, is there a name that comes to mind when you watch him? You're like, man, I can see him translating just like this player in the league. You know, I hate that question, and it's funny because I was asked the same question from Pittsburgh media about Desmond Ritter when everyone believed that the Steelers were going to take him. Yeah, And I made the comparison to um, Patrick Mahomes, and everybody went, wait a minute, what? And I had to break down specifically what I meant there. You know, look, it's it's tough to it's tough to to, to to really say. Look, I mean, I look at Najee Harris, and I think one of the reasons why he left Alabama is because they were the same player. I mean, look, he's a big guy, big bodied guy who will run you over. Um, but a lot of times, he, he's not a Derrick Henry. He's not that big, right? That's ridiculous. No one's that big. He's a freaking monster, right? But Jerome is probably 5'11", 225, 230, and he plays really big, but then also he's just got that speed, man. So, you know, I, you know, I look at guys like, you know, I don't see, I didn't want to get caught up in that. I, you know, I, he's, just, he's a special guy who's got 
that <laughs> unique gift and new, new unique blend of power, strength, and speed. Cincinnati didn't have that before him. They, they had Jared Dokes, who's now with the Dolphins, and that was who Jerome Ford ended up replacing. But now that Jerome is gone, Cincinnati didn't have that twitchy guy, but also big physical runner. Um, and that's where they went and got Corey Kiner out of the, out of the uh, transfer portal. So, I, you know, I don't want to get too wrapped up in the comparisons, man, but you, you, the Browns got a guy who's got that unique blend of, of, of strength and speed and, and size. So I think he'll be a good bat for the Browns for sure. Yeah, I saw Greg Cosell, who's been around the NFL forever, ironically before the draft, compare him to Kareem Hunt. So I thought that was pretty interesting given that, that team that yeah, the team that selected him. And even though you didn't give a name, which I, I respect, I'm not at all too keen on it as well. Uh but but the 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 things that you're describing are very similar to Kareem, right? Not Derrick Henry big, but will run through you, over you and seek seek a way through you that is uh right through your chest sometimes, even though you can have a guy there that can run away from you at the same time too. So that's great stuff, man. Who? Let me ask you this. We'll kind of wrap up. It doesn't have to be Jerome here, obviously, but which guy do you think from this Bearcats uh, draft class here, which guy do you think translates the best? You got some super high hopes right off the bat for maybe Sauce, or is there anybody else you really think is going to impact immediately? I think a guy that, that should have a long career, and I think this career will get started you know, pretty quickly as far as being a, a early impact guy, as long as he can stay healthy, is Alec Pierce. Um, he was Desmond Mitter's top target. Yeah. He was a great deep ball guy, a great 50-50 ball getter, um, big body guy who can run crisp routes and has great speed. He's a phenomenal athlete, and I've always joked, you know, I was joking with him and Luke and, 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 and the NFL personnel as they were asking me about him, and I, I, I kept saying, if he was black, we'd be having a different conversation. And I'm, I'm kidding, of course, but my point is, is that because, you know, NFL personnel were asking me, man, is he is he really that athletic? Is He seems a little stiff. And, like, dude, he is elite. He is an elite athlete. Great vertical, great 40 time. Um, but, no, I think Alec Pierce going to the Colts, going to an offensive-minded head coach, um, having Reggie Wayne as his position coach, um, I think he's in a great position there in Indianapolis to succeed and have some good years there. And, again, he had some nagging in- injuries um, at Cincinnati. But if he can stay healthy – um, I think he'll be a solid player for a long time, and he'll be a solid player here early. Could not agree more. Alec was a guy that I was very interested in as the Browns wide receiver room, a little bit in flux. They went with David Bell a little later. But, uh, yeah, I, I think Alec's going to have a great career. And so many so many good guys that have come out of uh, out of Cincinnati this year. I think Brian Cook's going to have a nice run. So, yeah, many, many uh, good players are going to keep coming from Cincinnati, and that's why you should follow Keith. He's at Mr. Keith Jenkins. Make sure you follow him on Twitter. Has now come on this show for two years. So if the Browns keep drafting Bearcats, man, we got a hotline to one of the best doing it. Keith, I appreciate your time, man. My man, Jake, I appreciate it. As always, a huge shout-out to Keith for joining the show. I, I can't thank those people enough who take time out of their own busy lives and busy jobs to talk about these prospects for us. So huge thanks to him. So uh, anyway, great week of podcasts coming. More prospects to discuss. I finally found somebody on Martin Emerson. So I'm going to have that film room up tomorrow and then have the the prospect series 
interview with a Mississippi State coverage uh, uh, reporter, so I'm really excited to finally get something on Martin Emerson. So that'll be up for you. Should be a great week of shows. Should be a great week of content. Appreciate you guys checking out this show on the regular, which you always do. It's a, it's a beautiful week, a great Monday, guys. I hope you enjoy it. Thanks for checking out the OBR Film Breakdown. Check in tomorrow. We'll be back seven days a week coverage, even during the tough months of the NFL schedule. We'll be here weekly, daily for your NFL enjoyment and your Cleveland Browns. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. Go Browns. Go Browns.